Hello, listeners. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Rethinking Lost as Elton and I rethink the package. Sorry about the delay in getting this out to you. Uh, the Easter holiday kind of got the better of things at my house. But I hope you guys had a great time and enjoy the episode. Thanks a lot. Bye. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 34 of Rethinking Lost. I'm Scott Copperman, and I'm joined, as I always hope to be, by my wonderful co-host, Mr. Elton McManus. How are you doing, Elton? I'm doing good. Good. Doing very well. Thank you very much. So we're here today to talk about the package, uh, the big post ab um, um, uh, Where's that email again? <laughs> uh, hang on. <laughs> Abe? Oh, oh, no. Hang on. Oh, rubbish. I lost it. We got a wonderful email from uh, Grant, who pointed out, as someone who took three years of Latin in high school, that it's pronounced like I in English. It's pronounced R-B-I-Eterno. I-B-I-Eterno. What is that? R-B-I-Eterno. See, now, I, <laughs> I would have read that as Ab-I-Eterno, not Ab. Oh, Ab. This is going to be it. Every episode is going to start with a pronunciation lesson. It's the Richard episode, isn't it? It's the it Black is. Rock episode That's right. as well. This was the episode that followed Richard and the backstory that everyone was anticipating. So I think a lot of people, but I know a lot of people were expecting a letdown. And I, I can understand that. It's definitely tough to go back to a style of show that a lot of us were starting to get kind of tired of and, and question where it was going, what's going on with it. But I actually thought it was a, a pretty good episode. I surprisingly enjoyed it. I think I enjoyed it more on the second viewing, though. It had everything I really wanted. It had our friend, mm-hmm. Desmond David Hume, at the very end. It had Widmore in it. It had Crazy Claire, which I like. And it had Sun undressing herself in front of Jin. <laughs> I actually have to say, Sun and Jin have really grown on me. There was a time when I couldn't stand Sun. And it has nothing to do with her being a strong character or gaining independence. It may have had a little something to do with the whole weirdness with Michael, and I, I, I don't know. But there was just a time where she just grated on me, and I didn't enjoy episodes that involved her. Jin, I've always loved. Yeah. When he couldn't speak English, when he learned English, it, there's there's not a scene with Jin that I would say I, I didn't like. But uh, Sun and Jin, as a combo, have really grown on me lately. She needed this episode, definitely. She's become this woman who goes around going, have you seen my husband? Where's my husband? Can you take me to my husband? And it was getting a bit jarring, to be honest. But now, she was awesome in this episode, I thought. Yeah. She was brilliant. Yeah, it was very well played out. Because even as the episode started, and I could have kind of discerned that they might have some sort of relationship going on, it wasn't glaring to me that, like, oh, they're together, they're having a secret affair. I, I really wasn't totally sure until about the third button came off because even as she was popping the buttons i was thinking is she just trying to bust him is she just trying to like get under his skin a little bit is this son the tease and jen is is not involved at all that of course they ended up in bed together so (laughs) but yeah it's obvious wasn't it (laughs) well should we dive into the couple of emails that we got first before we crack open this episode sure 
first one we got, we got an entry for the the competition for a, a an ABC T-shirt uh, from Eric Edens. He's actually sent us in a promo. So I already get some brownie points and bonus points right there for being first. Yeah, top man. Yeah, if no one else enters, he wins. Yes, <laughs> and it's very easy for us to judge. <laughs> yes. If you aren't familiar with that, back I guess it was about a week ago, in our mini episode thirty-two, we announced that we are having a contest where you can submit a promo promoting our show, which we can play in our other podcast. The parameters for that are on the Scott Wonders blog at scottwonders.wordpress.com, or you can listen to that episode. Yeah, so get your entries in as soon as you can. I think it's when when we draw in it. Uh, the 20th. It ends the 20th. So oh, depending okay. on how many, we'll need a little bit of time to review. And Yeah, yeah so get them in as soon as you can. Uh, we also had a another email from Dan Reed, Ren, Renton. I'm rubbish at reading names. <laughs> why, why haven't you got simple names like Smith and Jones and other stuff like that? Well, Dan is pretty good. Yeah, I'm going to go with Dan. Okay. <laughs> he said he's had a few thoughts about Lost. I believe that everything that's happening on the island has been anticipated by Jacob and is part of his plan. We'll see how he's able to manipulate people in the situations to his own cause. I think that Jacob knew that he was going to die, and so he set the wheels in motion way before he was killed. Uh, he goes on to say, The guitar case and its contents that Hurley was given helps the candidates by granting them pr- protection in the temple. Uh, what else? He does go through specific details about Hurley being able to speak Spanish, so he's the perfect fit, and the things that were said to Alana. But I, I agree. I think we're seeing more and more pieces that point to the fact that this is all part of Jacob's plan. Yeah. I, I personally think the strongest points are telling Alana there will be six when it was before he should have known there were six. <laughs> yeah. Alana saying to him, after I bring them to the temple, then what? And him not saying, come find me. Him saying, go find Richard. Right. I, he obviously didn't tell Alana that he would be attacked because she seemed shocked and upset to learn that. But I think the guitar case is a huge clue. And just his general disposition toward things, he's he's not bothered. <laughs> it's, he's got Hurley to talk to. Hurley's got this yeah. gift, and I assume it's all along been so that well, he was quite happy to get stabbed by Ben. As well, he's, he's as happy as I've ever seen anyone get stabbed anyway. So he, he didn't fight back. He didn't seem that bothered. And when he did get stabbed, well, he, he just crouched down and went, they're coming. Not, ow, what'd you do that for? Mm-hmm. So you know, it, it all does seem to be part of a plan for him. He mentions one more piece in the email that would bring us back into this episode, because I've got a theory about this already. Mm-hmm. He said, in the last podcast, you mentioned that the men in... The man in black being unable to cross the water. I think this makes sense, but what do you think about the ash? He can't cross that either. Could this represent fire or earth, and it be the broader elemental thing? Are there any examples or hints that he, this could be the case? Um, this episode, there was a scene with Jin wrapping his leg up, and Locke, or sorry, Smokey came up to him and said, "Oh, you should." leave that open, the air would do it good. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, ah, okay, the air could be part of the elemental part of the Jacob and the goodness. Or am I stretching that a little bit? No, I can see that. It just seems like he knows that that would be good. I'm the bad guy walking around, I'm the black smoke, but the elements, earth, wind, fire, 
well, maybe not the fire, but the water would be part of the Jacob side of things. I don't know. I, I'm definitely big on the idea that Jacob is um, tied to the elements. Really, now I'm thinking more. He draws his power from the elements. His his strength is elemental in origin. <laughs> we'll put it that way. And okay. and I think it's because he's tied to the island. You know, that's well. No, I guess we've seen him off island have some power, but they'll probably never get into exactly what the nature of his power is. But it may not fit any one specific mold that we can think of. Yeah. Could he be the personality of the island? He could be. Well, I mean, that brings us to another bit of feedback we got. I had put a couple posts on the Scott Wonders blog, uh, scottwonders.wordpress.com, kind of after we had recorded last week, things things that supplemented what we were talking about or thoughts I had after we were done or ideas I wanted to remember to get in here. And one of them was this idea that we've talked about a lot, that Jacob and the Man in Black may be two halves of one person. And... Yes, he could be the personification of the island, or he could be Jacob, and the man in black is the evil kind of ripped from him right. and, and set separate. But then there's a, a fan of Lost named Carrie. She goes by Ray, or W-R-A-Y-62 on Twitter, uh, and in the Dharma Dummies forum, and, and she posted a comment on our blog also, where in part of her response... She got me thinking that it's entirely possible that Jacob is the good or the conscience ripped from the Man in Black. Because the Man in Black says, he stole my humanity. Right, okay. So, somehow, there has to be a reason that he would feel like he's he's not a man anymore. He stole my body, I think he says at one point to Richard. Yeah. Sorry, could he have been infected when he was younger and he's like the manifestation, the, the purest form of the infection? You know, it's what we're seeing Saeed go through at the moment. He's feeling numb and very, oh, I don't really know what to do about myself. But he hasn't embraced it as much as he could. I can't remember. Does he say, does Amanda Black say he used to have feelings and emotions and love? Yeah. But he doesn't anymore? Yeah. He is awfully calm. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. This idea of an infection is tough for me to put my my head around because now Claire seems totally different than Saeed she's having a very emotional response to things as opposed to Saeed who's who is looking more and more like the walking dead yeah I see them as two totally different things I think I think where Saeed actually died and then came back to life I think that's totally different we haven't actually seen any evidence of Claire actually dying Right. We assumed she died all along, but she may have never died. Yeah, we assumed she died when the uh, the rocket hit the house that she was uh, in. Right, and, uh, but she may have just wandered around with a concussion and mm. not been herself. Yeah, and I think the Saeed thing is the attempt at reincarnation with the water. The water was cloudy, so the water didn't work the way it was supposed to. No. And, and the evil in him that's taking over, when we think of what Dogen said... That may have just been Saeed. That's in Saeed, the light and the dark were not in balance. Yeah. And that, you know, the the way he was reincarnated, the dark came out stronger. The the goodness was ripped away from him. Could be. Hmm. It brings us to Jacob, and is he really good? I feel like we're running out of time for the obvious not to be true. To me, the obvious is that Jacob is good, and Man in Black is bad, and, and they 
keep bringing it up and then backing away a little bit. And I yeah. Now I'm starting to look at well, they're almost starting to swing the other way. They're trying to paint Man in Black in a way that he looks calm and caring and considerate, but it all seems hollow, like that you can't trust him. And I, I'm comfortable with Man in Black being good or, or more with what we were saying earlier that neither one is good nor bad it's a matter of methods and and lines they'll cross and and style yeah. but I feel like we're running out of time and that I should probably start to accept and embrace <laughs> the idea that Jacob is good and, and Man in Black is the wine and, and evil but yeah I I tend to go along the same lines now they just haven't got the time to twist it back on us and then twist it again and we've learnt from previous episodes that we have to take them at face value sometimes with the dead is dead with whatever happened happened right the overthinking happens sometimes yeah yeah and we're they're painting it in front of our eyes that jacob is in white and they keep saying that he's in white and jacob last episode turned around and said oh did you see the man in black you know he's dressed in black obviously the bad guy and it's just too obvious for them just to switch it round now, which is a little bit annoying, but we have to go with it. Although, I'm I'm a big Widmore fan, but I'm coming down on the side that he's with Jacob now. I think you've said this a couple episodes ago, but I'm more on that train of thought now. He, you know, he's there for the goodness of the island, but also to exploit it. Yeah. Well, and that's where this ties into this episode, because it came across that Richard has decided he believes the message from Hurley. Uh, I'm still not sure that came from Isabella. I don't like the way Hurley acted when he delivered it, but I I got the sense that that camp has decided they must stop the Man in Black from getting off the island. Widmore says that. Are are you addressing the the situation where uh, Hurley turned around to Richard and and said... Well, there's one more thing. Oh, there's one more thing. Yeah. Now, couldn't, couldn't he found that information out on the beach when he was talking to Isabella and Jack came up? Oh, yeah. I, I believe he could have heard it. I, I don't think he was told it right there on the spot by Jacob. But I just... He just had this guilty look. Like, he clearly didn't want to deliver that message. Yeah. And after watching him kind of manipulate Jack and be uncomfortable doing that, Jacob didn't want him to come right out and tell him what to do. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like it was the same kind of message. So I, I just don't know if they're acting on good information. But this episode, the package, definitely swung the, the light back on Man in Black and, and made it feel like he was going to be the evil. <laughs> so I I don't I just don't know where to go with that. But like I said, the, the big factor for me was timing. I just felt like we're running out of time and I'm going to have to probably accept soon that they don't have time to make a big switch. Yeah. Other than to say neither one is good. I still think they can go that route. That each is, is flawed. And then the argument for that came up when we see Jin in room 23. He flips the switch and there's your reminder with the brainwashing. Jacob is good. God loves you like he loved Jacob. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, yeah. The everything changes uh, was flashed up, wasn't it? Right. Now, Zoe said the Dharma Initiative used it. But the others used it, too. Mm-hmm. And the others used it on Carl because Carl wasn't buying into the program yeah and it reinforced to me that jacob allows a lot of bad things to happen man in black kills certain people which is an awful horrible thing to do mm-hmm. and he's got kind of a swarmy way of talking to you that does make you feel a little uncomfortable especially when someone's in your ear saying don't trust him don't trust him don't trust him mm. but 
Jacob does some bad things too. You could bring another person in who would be a much more attractive uh, <laughs> religious icon to worship than Jacob. Right. I mean, Jacob. Jacob's allowed, you know, three hundred and fifty-four people to die, and many people in the past. And he's very cryptic, and he's. I don't know if he enjoys watching people struggle, but he's perfectly content to have people fail. But that could be. No, sorry to get into real life, but that could be thrown at um at God. Yep. Couldn't it? It could. You know, some people turn around and say, you know, why have you done this to me? What have I done? All I've done is, you know, looked out for you and you you haven't paid me back and lots of people have their little blips on religion, don't they? Mm-hmm. And it it could I can see it in the same sort of Well no, I I think you're right. I, and I think that could be the very same kind of reaction that the producers would point to and say, Well, that's just like Ben said and yeah and you have to make your own decisions sometimes as well you can't be guided by your hand every single time yeah there's things that were allowed to happen that don't fit with with really either one of of the two power figures in there you know the army coming the nuclear bomb the incident being allowed to happen well do we do we know how the army got there i don't think so off the top of my head i can't remember all i remember is we never actually saw the army, though, did we? We saw the army uniforms, and we saw Hawking with um, documents from back when that the army used that base. Yeah. yeah, but they weren't actually there, though, were they? Right, and they weren't crashed there where that bomb would have blown up. I mean, that bomb was set up with the intent of testing, like back in the old Godzilla movies. Yeah. So they were allowed to find it. Well, isn't that part of the, um, they came, they saw, they corrupted sort of thing just to see if they would corrupt just to you know test the people and isn't it jacob that's actually bringing the people to the island to be tested yeah and to prove that so that is jacob actually bringing people to the island yeah so the ben getting cancer i assume that's some of jacob the oceanic six being allowed to leave i mean there's a lot of things that seem odd and then even smoky allowing certain things to happen what would smoky allow to happen then well, you saw Widmore fighting uh, to protect the island and, da- and Dharma coming in the first place. Right. Why was Dharma allowed to be there? Why weren't they just wiped out? What were they actually doing, though? And we all know that they were doing tests and they found pockets of magnetism which could help them travel through time and do time-traveling tests. Mm-hmm. Was it also there to restrain Smokey? Did they... Have- we we never saw Smokey in seventy seven, which led me to believe that he'd be produced in the uh, in the incident, which right. obviously is way wrong. Hmm. Well, it could have been an awakening of sorts. He could have what, been like contained. A release. Like, see, that's where originally I thought we were going to go with Widmore. I would have thought Widmore, the others had found a way to to contain him other than the sonic fence, and that was going to be Widmore's secret weapon. Um, whatever they had done in the past, mm-hmm. they would go back. And that may still happen because Zoe's looking for pockets of electromagnetic energy. Now, I, with with Zoe actually looking for these electromagnetic energy pockets, I believe that that is part of either her or Widmore settling on the island, grabbing the island, taking over, getting rid of all the people that they don't need there, and then exploiting it for his own benefit. For time travel and all that stuff. Yeah, he's he's a businessman, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He was he, it was his island. He was looking after it. He was enjoying it there. 
then he was all of a sudden, off you go, mate. And he wanted it back, and he maybe, I don't know. Do you think he's worried about eternal life? Do you think that's what he wants from Jacob? He's got to be almost 70, so I mean, he's, yeah, he'd like to have the power, but he's also at a point in his life where, he, like, what's he going to do? Time travel back and change something, or? I don't know, I I know. I just see it as a business adventure. He mm-hmm. he goes there. The island has uh, healing properties as well. He got into a lot of medical stuff, didn't he? We we seen the pregnancy kit, yep. which is proof of that. We saw him with he was financing uh, Faraday's experiments as well. So he's obviously interested in that side of things. Yeah, I mean, and I'm curious too about the resources that built that empire for him. Was he helped by Jacob? Was he exiled, but then still? Enabled and assisted? I think he he had to build up that empire to get back to the island. But if you were a man without an identity... What, cast away? And you just show up. Yeah, you show up at age 30, exiled from the island. I mean, you may have had fake passports and stuff. Yeah. Because you had a life off-island, but... Okay, if he, if he was kicked off the island, then could he go to Eloise off-island? Possibly in the... the lamppost? I think, didn't we say last time that she may have left willingly Mm. on her own? Well, that brings us to another thing that I've been thinking about here. I have to give you credit, you were completely right about Desmond being in the the sub. Yes! I got one thing right, at least. All my theories normally end up flat on their face. Desmond is there. I don't know why he's there, but he's there because he's got the same property as Walt. Walt could... Who is the lady? There there was a, a lady... Uh, who asked Michael, has he ever appeared in a place where he wasn't supposed to be? Was it Mrs. Kluge? Yeah, Mrs. Kluge, yeah, that's it, or Miss Kluge. And it seems very similar to Desmond turning up on the plane in LAX. Hmm. Now, maybe Desmond, in the episode of LAX, has learned to control jumping sideways, jumping forwards, jumping backwards. Maybe he's able to control that and then manipulate little bits here, there, and everywhere, thus setting little tweaks so the future or the past go in a correct line that Widmore would want. So really, uh, and that is why Walt is very important because it's always been there. That story of controlling it. Walt didn't have any control about it. He he was just really special. He could do lots of things. He could make things happen. I'm still not too sure if he made the polar bear appear or not. I think the polar bears were still there, but he maybe aggravated one of the animals and created it, you know, made it angry and ran up uh, towards Sawyer. Mm-hmm. But I, I see him that they were setting the, the stone there. You know, this Got, this little kid has got wonderful powers. He can't control it, but he he can appear in front of Locke to say, you know, you've got work to do. He appears somewhere else uh, to Shannon. He can't control it because he's speaking backwards. Mm-hmm. He's trying to deliver a message, but he, he can't quite do it. And little bits like that, Desmond has full control of it. And that's why Widmore has drugged him totally leathered him somehow. Maybe he got him drunk on McCutcheons or something like that. And then they tranked him. But Widmore has seen that. He's gone, right, okay, I can take him. He can manipulate stuff for me. That's why he's special. Hmm. Could be. What do you think about that? I don't know. 
it'll probably come crashing down around my heads in the next two episodes, I'd imagine. Well, obviously we're going to find out a reason he's there. It's either that he has a power. I don't think he would know how to control it yet. I don't think he's learned how to control it. It's always been more by chance. But maybe Widmore knows how. Yeah. Or it's because there's something about him physically bloodline-y that will... That's why they're looking for the pockets of magnetic energy. Because it all started when he turned the failsafe key. Mm-hmm. And so they're looking to reproduce the effects from that. You don't think it's one of those things where someone's body is being used like a crystal through which to direct the energy? Can you can you think of what I'm talking about? Where it's not so much Desmond, but what Desmond can do. Like the, it leaves just a burnt out husk of a body in there. Like that's just it. We used we used your power, not not you. You're the you're the cannon, but you're we're channeling the energy through you. Right. I see. But let's say you took the Human Torch from the Fantastic Four. You know he's he's got these fire powers. And he can do things. So picture a supervillain sitting there and taking him and strapping him up or drugging him in some way, putting him in a device so that he becomes like the ultimate flamethrower weapon kind of thing. Like just right. it shoots like a supernova of energy and, and is even like jacked up to a level that he himself can't do. But in the process, he's, his body is going to just be totally burnt out. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if they're going to do the same kind of thing to Desmond. Hmm. I don't you know. use his powers and you know, regardless of what happens to him yeah right. you know, I'm a bit disappointed in this thing with Walt because I feel like when John Locke saw Walt off island and they said everybody has to get back on the plane there was an opportunity to bring Walt back in being whatever age he is whatever size he is mm-hmm. you know it's it's Walt four years later okay so he grew big deal yeah, and they had a chance to bring him back into the story, and they didn't. So I, this idea that the producers would have used him had he not grown so much—I I don't buy that. I feel like they changed the story, and it's gone in a slightly different direction. Whether it's a different character now has those powers or what? I'm I'm not sure. I think that they had a, a plan in mind for him. He just grew like rhubarb on a rainy day, just yeah. really, really quick. <laughs> and what one morning they the producers went knocked on his trailer, went oh. Is your son yep. here? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mister who plays Walt, um, you know, you're, you're really big. You can't really play him anymore. Go yeah. away. I, I think there was a plan, but they just didn't utilize it quickly enough. And then yeah. they got dragged into other things. Producers turned around, you know, we've got to drag this out a little bit. Otherwise, we'll tell, it, tell the whole story within two seasons. We don't want to do that. So they, they changed their plan. And then all, all of a sudden, he shot up. And they were like, oh, okay we can maybe tell his story, but through a different aspect. Hmm. And maybe that's where Desmond comes into it. It could be. Maybe they're telling the same story, but a, a bit like when Echo left, I get the sense that Locke took over the Echo role, or Locke received the Echo role in some way. Right, like some of that was passed to him, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, between him and Desmond, I think a lot more of the mystic side, and, and even Hurley, maybe. Hmm. That some of these things came from what might have been echoes. Yeah. Any scenes that grabbed your coattails and made you go, ooh? Uh, unfortunately, between the little channel guide on our TV and uh, even as I pull up the Lostpedia page for our prep for the show, I'm starting to see character casting for the next episode. And so I, I knew Mikhail was going to be in it. Oh, I okay. didn't know how. 
but I was I was pleased that he was the type of character he was. Yeah. And I'll be interested to see then, will we see Walt? Are we going to see Michael? Are, are we going to see Libby? Are we going to see these characters kind of come in and have them be just a, a little cameo appearance? Guest, guest shot on the love boat kind of thing? Or is it going to be significant? I mean, Kimi's the most most like his other other reality personality out of all the guest stars that we've seen so far. Yeah, Kimi's wicked though. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, the more I see of him, I, oh, he's brilliant. But um, we we also knew that uh, Desmond had to arrive at some point in time. Like you say, his name turns up on the on the uh, credits at the very beginning, doesn't it? It's a bit yeah. like when we saw uh, Michael's name, uh, Harold Premier, yeah, whatever his name is. He his name turned up in season four, and we was just waiting for it. And as soon as uh, Ben turned around and said, "I've got someone on my boat," we were like, "Yeah, we know who it is straight <laughs> yeah. away." They keep telling us at the start of every episode. But, um, yeah, with with this side, I'm starting to really enjoy this Sideways episode. Maybe it's just this story that we had today, or in this episode, but I'm really starting to enjoy the Sideways, just for the sake of it being the Sideways. I like the way that it's all slowly coming together. Yeah. I, I didn't really like the Saeed part. I was confused by his apathy toward Jin. And I know they're not friends. And maybe it was supposed to kind of parallel the, the hollowness and lack of feeling we're seeing on the island for Saeed. Mm. But it just, it, it was felt like a poorly done scene to me. I thought I heard a, a real strong uh, English accent in there. <laughs> right, okay. It sounded like the real Naveen Andrews, not, not Saeed. It didn't fit the way he acted. I'm not sure why he did what he did, because they made it seem like he was a good man. In the other yeah. reality. But then, I, here's how I take it in the end. That just like how when Saeed decided to kill Dogen, he just, he lost, he lost that good side. You know, when right. Saeed went and went after Kimi, after saying he didn't want to and he wasn't going to, but he went anyway and he did it, that, you know, it's the same kind of thing. And then now he just, he's lost that good side. He'll never be able to go back to Nadia. Yeah. He's given in. So I, right. I took it that same kind of way. We got a cool email from uh, Miss Schofield, who mentioned to us that she had listened to the podcast and she kind of liked our view that the Flash Sideways might be an epilogue where the island or Jacob isn't a factor anymore. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the things she mentioned was, if Adam and Eve are going to be two of the, the Losties and they go back in time and perhaps that this Flash Sideways is the the result of their sacrifice... Doesn't that mean that maybe we would have no flash sideways for Adam and Eve? And I, I thought that was a good point. And I think this episode might fit in a way. Even though we had Sun and Jin. We had Sun and Jin who were just not meant to be together. Yeah. And maybe that's the sacrifice. You know, that, that Sun and Jin end up becoming the candidates for both. They take the place of each. And they are eternally together on the island. They have found each other. They are reunited. They bring a balance to the black and the white again. Mm-hmm. And I'm thinking that we've seen some kind of coloring in the clothing they're wearing, but I have to think harder about that. But that they will go there. And they did get a flash sideways, but it wasn't a very happy one. Jiyun possibly will not be born now. No. Sun may not even survive. And their love, that wonderful thing that, that has been the constant in their relationship here 
on island at least. Really, the the only place they've had that love since the very beginning, and they were able to rediscover it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't yeah, exist it, in the Flash Sideways. Yeah, it was on the island, wasn't it? They found yeah. each other back on the island, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, they were together, but it was kind of a, a carnal, physical, let's fool around kind of thing. It wasn't... Have you seen, uh, on Lostpedia, the, the the Quan theory? No. There's, I think it's called... If you go to Sun Quan theories on Lostpedia, everyone go there now, and you've got the... I'm going to pronounce it wrong, so I pronounce everything wrong. I think it's Jeb and Nut theory. Or it could be Geb and Nut. But I know I'm pronouncing Nut right. But that's <laughs> fine. Um... The theory has been floating around that Jin and Son are going to replace uh, Men in Black and Jacob. This is this calls to mind Jeb or Geb and Nut, the Egyptian gods of earth and sky. Uh, the tragedy here is that Jeb, Geb, and Nut are forever kept apart in order to maintain the integrity of the world, despite their ongoing love for each other. This goes a long way with the way that Jin and Sun have been kept apart for much of the series. That would go along with that, that sort of theory. I was thinking they could become uh, uh, Adam and Eve by a process. Maybe they meet each other. They refuse to be apart from that point on. Mm-hmm. And so they're banished. You, you can't be together, so you're banished back before it all started. Hmm. Someone has the power to banish them back in time or I I get the feeling that we're going to see one more bit of time travel proper time travel and maybe that could be it and either Jacob or Smokey or Desmond turn around and say right no that's it toodaloo you're gone and then they're like oh sent back nothing's around them oh no they're all injured and then they lay down in some caves and die Hmm. you know the skeletons were what like 30 or 40 years old, they said? Yeah. But that implies they died then. They could We were thinking originally someone goes back to the 70s. They could go back to the, the 40s and go live another 40, 50 years on the island. Mm. They, they could. could do. It's just old stuff going over again. But you know, I read that and I thought, oh, maybe they could be banished. Just sounded good. Yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of stuff on this uh, Sun Quan theories page, and I have to go and take a look because there was there's definitely things about that character that are, are tough to figure out. Mm. Like, why didn't she time travel back? Would be the big one. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Um, I think we might get that, but not just yet. I don't know. Yeah, I have to look into this. So it's it's Jeb and Nut. G E B is the Jeb, and yeah. Nut is her Geb. Oh, who knows. <laughs> One of them's nut, anyway. Hey, it it could be uh, Jin as nuts because his nuts didn't work at the beginning of the series, did they? Possibly. Well, here's here's one thing I'll say in support of that. If Man in Black and Jacob are two parts of of a whole, and Quan is there as a candidate, just Quan, no first name, as if the two of them are a single entity. Mm-hmm. And if I remember the way the wedding scene went, they'll forever be. United, right? Their love will always keep them together, or something like that. I like that. I, I think that that's that's kind of going that direction. That fits the best to me. We heard that Kate was not one of the candidates when Man in Black says to Claire that you know, he doesn't really need 
Yeah. Kate. But she's not on the wall. He oh, said, he, "Yeah." Hmm. Is that uh, Smokey trying to be a, a a creepy guy and just playing people off each other and their emotions? Well, he said he only needs her to get the other ones to come. Hmm. So if she's not one of the six, then it would be Hurley, Sawyer, Saeed, Jack, and then the two Quans. Right. So that brings it to six. I'm I'm still frosty about this. I'm, I still believe it's just one of the Quans. But we was also told that the Pedis was a candidate. It was blatantly stated that he's a candidate. Is it that he is a candidate or he could be a candidate? Oh, he, he might be a candidate then. Anyway, yeah, go on. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think that if Kate is not one of the candidates, then it would be the two Quans. That goes back to something we said before too, or I had said it. How disappointing it would be if that character was just reduced to someone who helped create other characters. She got an awful lot of time and an awful lot of attention. And in the end, she's just a prominent co-star. Mm-hmm. She's a supporting actress. Yeah, but aren't they all, though? Really? Well, Sun's not anymore. Alana's turned into a pivotal figure. I mean, yeah. in, in the actual outcome of the story... She could be a very inconsequential person by the time it's all done. Yeah. No, but she had to have a journey to get there, though, didn't she? Well, that would be something to think about. If if she wasn't there, if she had died earlier and not been on the plane, what really changes? I mean, she she's prominent in the development of Jack's character and his highs and lows and his motivations. Sawyer jumps from the airplane to save her. Jumps mm-hmm. from the helicopter, excuse me, to save her. There's a lot of relationships that are born out of frustration with her. <laughs> she looks after Aaron. Yeah. She brings him up. He could have ended up in the wrong hands. I, well, she, I, I she, see where you're going with it anyway. Yeah. yeah. But, mm, I, where where does Smokey want to go with this? So he's obviously trying to recruit as many. Is he trying to recruit as many people or candidates? As he, he says can? he needs the six. He needs them. So why does he need them? With him, I take it he wants to put them all on a plane and then fly out with them. Why does he need? Does he need them all to be off the island so no one replaces him or Jacob? I think he needs them to formally choose his side, and when they do, Jacob's officially lost. Is that why he didn't? You know, when he was chasing Sun through the grass mm-hmm. and she hit her head and then she couldn't speak English. Is that why he did? didn't just grab her and then drag her back to his camp because she's she's got to choose to go with him. I think so. And I think that kind of makes a case again that he might not be the bad guy here because he's mm. he's doing the same kinds of things that Jacob is doing. He just does it with a different tone, <laughs> with a slightly different style. Yeah. What what did you think about uh son not being able to speak English for a little while either? At first I thought it was um Man in Black's doing. But then when Jack went into the excruciating detail of how he had seen it before and this is what the limitations were and yeah. all that proved to to fit, I figured, okay, they're just covering for it. Convenient plot device. Yeah, I enjoyed that, but if, if I'd lost the ability to speak, I wouldn't waste paper and uh, ink writing yes on one page and then flipping it over and then answering it with another one-letter word on another page. Well, that's for the I, camera. I think I'd, <laughs> I, yeah, I know it is, but I'd, I'd write it really small and say, look, look, yes, it says yes there. Otherwise, 
you know, within 20 minutes, you've run out of book. You're like, oh, I'm trying to find a little space here. Hang on. Let me. Are you saying no cheese or are you saying Marmite? Oh, I don't know. And you get all confused. Well, I'm not sure why it had to happen. I mean, what now she can communicate with them. So other than to make you suspicious of Man in Black, other than mm-hmm. to allow her to show her frustration and for her to bond with Jack a little bit, I'm not sure what it really does. It so, had to it had to happen so she couldn't tell Albert and everyone else what the hell are you on about oh, yeah. I want to get off on that plane and mm. wasn't that brilliant when she was ripping into him yeah. as well oh, she can do that to me any day that was brilliant she's really cute when she's angry as well <laughs> but uh, yeah it was just a plot so she can tear him one and we can see her emotions and we we can see no, what are you on about? You're not going to go blow up the plane. I want to get off on that plane. Mm-hmm. And yet she can't communicate that to him. Now, if Albert wants to blow up the plane and Jack wants to leave on the plane because he said that to her on the beach, what's going to happen there? Are they going to come to loggerheads over the plane? Hmm. I don't think they're actually going to get on the plane. What and fly out? I don't picture the plane actually flying. Oh, that was the other thing I was going to say. This, this idea of, of knowing this is all going to happen, it's the runway. The runway that they were told to build, mm-hmm. assumingly by Jacob. Yeah. So, why Ben isn't bringing that up, that it was all known ahead of time, or why they haven't kind of pieced that together, <laughs> I'm not yeah. sure. See, now you bring up Ben, I think towards the end he might flip. He's on the good team at the moment, isn't he? Mm-hmm. He's the only person I think that would actually really flip back to the bad, bad guy side and then be the real bad guy. Bad Ben that we all love to hate. He's just really too, too nice and oh oh this might happen. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, I've been put in my place, and he he hasn't got his screen presence at the moment. I don't think. I kind of liked the redemption, the the Sawyerish kind of redemption he was able to get. Oh, I'd I'd be disappointed if he didn't go bad. I think there will be a point where they're all together on the island looking at each other, and you'll have. Jack on one side and then you'll have Smokey on the other side and he'll be torn between the two and he'll, he'll just go he'll wander off to Smokey because he seems the more powerful and the more influential. Yeah. Well, if he does that, then he'll have to die. Yeah. <laughs> he'll have to, you know, change sides in battle and then have it turn out to be just the wrong decision. But if then it is the will, wrong decision. Yeah, he will die the bad guy that we all love then. He'll be the bad guy. He'll be... See, we're still saying Smokey is... is the wrong side to be on, though, too. Mm-hmm. Even though we don't necessarily think that, we, we're looking at that decision as a... Yeah, it's weird. I, I I can see it in my face, you know, Smokey is the he's the bad guy, but I'd still want to be in his on his side. Yeah. <laughs> you want to be the one who switches last minute away from him. Well, did, is there anything else in the episode that you feel like we should get into? I feel like it was a good episode. I think it, it was... About as good as it can be to follow up the Richard episode the week before. It kept the story moving along. It definitely gave us reasons to reconsider some of the theories. But more than anything, it's just the shrinking amount of time that has me starting to have to put some other things aside. I feel like it's there just isn't the time for some of the potential things to play themselves out. Uh, I feel like it's a good pace at the moment. I'm really enjoying it. And I'm enjoying not knowing what's coming next as well. Yeah, it's going to get real hard. Once they film that finale, 
there's enough people who don't care and just want to know. Yeah. And and they're playing. Like, I actually didn't get to see this week's episode on Tuesday. I ended up having to watch it Wednesday morning, and I couldn't go on Twitter or anything because it was too many people just understandably excited and reacting and all, but uh, I'd have to really not follow or ignore a whole bunch of people. Yeah. There, there are a couple of points that we um, haven't brought up just yet. Uh, Sun had her mirror. Uh, uh, she had her mirror moment, yeah. Mirror moment. Now, Jin didn't have a mirror moment, did he? No. Which could be a, could that be a sign as to what Quan is wanted or written on the wall? It could be that and who went back in time. And I mean, there are a couple other clues that could could be there. And I thought it was really dark that uh, Sun's dad. Oh. Was... Oh. All right. Go on. Jin is the candidate. Okay. Not Sun. Jin's going to accept the job so Sun can leave. Sun doesn't want to go. So the man in black offers her the chance to stay, but she is going to have to she's gonna to have to be him. I mean it's not just that they can live happily ever after in necessarily, but she'll lose her humanity a bit. She'll be she she'll be they'll be able to be together. Together but not together. Right. And picture her going psycho when she's told no, not you. And and picture Jacob with that same kind of like attitude he had with Ben. What about you, son? I don't need you. I need your husband. It was mm-hmm. never about you. It's always been about your husband. So mm-hmm. the husband who time traveled, the husband who showed great growth and a change, he's no longer the man he was working for the father. Now he's like Sawyer, not as great as Sawyer, but a changed man in that way. Yeah. And their son who, if she's gotten stronger and more assertive, but nah, she's she's been off island. And when she was off island, she was vengeful and vindictive and angry and uncooperative now. Yeah. And so if she gets rebuffed, that she then finds her way to stay on the island through the man in black. Cool. Oh, I like that. <laughs> I'm pleased to have stumbled on that. Because I always felt like she was the dark of the two, if there was either. Yeah, she's got a mean streak in her. Yeah. And which comes from her father, which, as you was having a little moment there, <laughs> mm-hmm. um... It, I found it very dark that Jin was carrying the money for his own hit. Mm-hmm. But I liked the way that Kimmy wouldn't actually knock him off until he actually got his money. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I thought that was all right. I, I, I'm not too sure how anyone else has taken that, but I, I don't mind that happening. I, I think that's fair play. Yeah. Mikel, he lost his eye as well. Mm-hmm. Did, did you see it? Jin, yeah. Jin actually... Um, Shot him twice, and he he sort of stood there for a minute, going, "Yeah, I just shot him." <laughs> and then <laughs> someone was in the corner, going, "Oh, my belly!" <laughs> yeah. And then he realised he had to tend to his girlfriend. But oh, I don't know. Well, I'm not trying to force this other interpretation here, but she's the first one we've seen die, the first Losty who dies in the Flash Sideways, possibly. Mm-hmm. She's already she's losing the baby. We assume, which might be an indication of having chosen to stay on the island and not gone back to June. But then also, if ah. if in this epilogue-style Flash Sideways, she doesn't get one. I mean, she gets one of sorts, but she doesn't survive it. By staying on the island in the normal time, she loses Ji Young. By the Flash Sideways time, she loses Ji Young. But... And so- she'll lose Jin. That relationship will probably have to end. You know, the father has... She doesn't get the life 
that she was hoping to sneak away and have. Mm. It's tough because I mean they had time together, but they were. It, it looks like hush, it's hush, over. It? Yeah, it looks like it's over. Mm. Well, that's my new theory that I'm looking for people to embrace. Good An stuff. angry, bitter son finds her out through Locke. Oh, just I can picture the whole scene. I picture, you know, just like how Richard went and said, is the offer still stand? Is the offer still stand? Uh, a pissed off son goes running out and, where's Locke? Where's Locke? You know, you offered me that we could be together forever. Tell me how we could be together forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Mm. I don't know. Now, oh. Has Richard, I know he's been redeemed by Hurley, but him going out and saying the offer still stands, does that count? Or is, is Smokey going to go up to him and go, oh, you turn around and said, you know, the offer still stands. Is he going to turn around and say, no, I've got, I got Fae Knights on. I didn't mean that. Flixies or Fae Knights or whatever people call I would it. think he has to stay. He has to go with him and then stay. Like if Sawyer were to leave, just like how, how Jin said he would follow him or was with him, and he's mm-hmm. not anymore, and he has to go get him back. I think it's the same kind of idea with Richard. Richard would have to stay. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. Yeah, plenty to chew on there with Desmond and the the Guans. Yeah, it was a, a teaser-filled episode, basically. Like, there's a lot to anticipate. Mm. Are we going to get a um, a new Desmond episode? I, I, oh, wicked. I, I hope... I'm, I'm, don't know any of the the titles or anything like that, but I'm hoping that you know, Desmond's going to be cropping up soon in his own little. Well, we're going to have to find out how he got on the island. Yeah, yeah. And then likely we'll get some idea of what happened off island for him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just hoping we get another flashes before your eyes episode, very similar to that, but to do with him jumping in between the sideways and where he is at the moment. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's a good spot to end the episode then. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm just daydreaming about other theories that are rubbish that <laughs> won't pan out. Well, if you guys are interested in participating in that contest, please make sure you do send an entry, either in WAVE or MP3 format, to rethinkinglost at gmail.com. Uh, check out our main Podbean website, which is rethinkinglost.podbean.com to listen to old episodes or you can find it on iTunes as well. If you're listening to us through the Lost Podcasting Network, that's great. There's a ton of great episodes from other podcasters there. Make sure you check them out. And if you're not listening to that, that's certainly something you can go and do. Go and check out what's there. Elton and I do another podcast called An Apotheosis of a Bombast, which is available at bombastpodcast.podbean.com and on iTunes. So please check that out if you're interested. And uh, that's basically it. You know, we look forward to the emails, the tweets, all that stuff. We try to respond to as much as we can personally. Some of it will make it on the show. Some of it just gets dated. But we appreciate the feedback, guys. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you very much for all your efforts. So I guess we'll be back in another week. And I hope you had a a good Easter holiday and enjoy the next episode of Lost. Yeah. Happy Easter, everyone. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Bye. Thanks a lot, guys. See you later.